Yo, yo, yo. Um, welcome. Let me find something. Let me find something. There we go. Um, welcome to the Shy Five Podcast episode. I am going to guess 41. That's my guess. I think it is. Let me just double check. Um, it is. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting these episodes down now. Um uh shout out to everybody, shout out to Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Um awesome. Thanks for listening. Um, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. I'm, I'm not trying to beat around the bush or anything. Let, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Big, big topic in the music world. You know, for some reason, the music world is so much more entertaining right now than the sports world. Like, I just can't get entertained by sports anymore. It, it's, it's just like the same old, same old. Maybe when LeBron retires... I'll be able to talk more about sports because, like, it's the same old, same old. LeBron's the best player. We get it. We get it. There's a LeBron highlight on SportsCenter. We get it. We get it. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, like, it's not entertaining. And it's just greatness. Like, greatness, you just can't do anything. But music, man, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. Um, I actually record, like, a lot of videos of, like, my top songs of the year, top albums of the year, top albums of the decade. I actually have a top albums of the decade. <laughs> top songs of the decade, I don't know. That that's really hard. Um the decade my decade list, it's really it's really um more about favoritism for me. Um because like the top albums of the decade for me, I'm just like remembering of like what albums did I just listen to for two to three months like straight up, like that's when like I know when an album is amazing to me, like, you know, basically every, but there's a, basically every Drake album or Kanye, but I have a thing where like, okay, I'm just going to list one album per artist um, because, you know, I have like <laughs> two Drake albums, two Kendrick albums, two Kanye albums, but I, I want to get more diverse than that. But um, you know, that's just my little list, my little rules for that. Um, but let's get into music. Um, the big, the big thing right now, the Drake Rap Radar interview um, podcast, actually. Um, I'm like a quarter way through it, to be honest. It's so long, but it's it's one of those podcasts where you just can't put on and like walk away. Like it's, it's those podcasts, like especially for me, especially for like the hip hop world, like it's so detailed and my thing about this interview what drake fan or not this is it's so special because the only reason yeah the only reason this is special because like these these artists like drake kendrick j cole they don't release these type of interviews that much they don't interview they don't do that especially drake especially drake the only other interviews in the last since since the uh, if you're reading this is too late era, the only interview I can think of are is the Nardwar interview, which is really kind of funny, and 
the Zane Lowe interview, his uh, 2015, 2016, and those were during that time. So, and those are more scripted questions. This, bro, I'm not like, this is history. This is hip-hop history he's interviewing about. He's talking about Wayne. He's talking about Joe Budden. He said he was trying to rap like Joe Budden. <laughs> like, this is a hip-hop history. This is two hours and 20 minutes of just straight-up hip-hop history of this past decade. Um, that's why it's so intriguing to me. Um, my biggest takeaway, my biggest takeaway from like the things I've seen on Twitter and stuff like that are, is the, uh, the Lil Wayne part. He brought up an amazing point. I don't, like he, I think he kind of was kind of saying this as well. Like, I don't, I don't know what drake's career would have been like if lil wayne had not gone to jail during that 2010 2011 era because when wayne went to jail the whole like young money crew the um the hip-hop like lil wayne was at the top and so he goes to jail what now so now it's kind of like drake it was like drake's responsibility to just kind of like all right well i'm on the one of probably the biggest record label at the time and it's up to me now. Like he, and that's when the time when he was hopping on features, songs after songs. That was when he was in his bag. Seriously, seriously. Um, I, I've never actually really thought of that. I've always just been like. Drake's career would have been the same. I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think when Wayne came back from jail, he released that Carter Four. The Carter Four still slaps. It's still nice. It was still like a decent, good album. So it'd be interesting to see like what Wayne's career would have been like um, between the the Carter Three and the Four era. So I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, my funniest takeaway, though, <laughs> it's probably the most interesting thing I've learned this year. <laughs> For me, 2015 Drake is my favorite Drake. That's when he turned all rapperish, all of a sudden. Um, so that back-to-back -back era, the diss, Meek Mill diss, you know all that, you know all that. We we've been there, done that, blah blah blah. So, <laughs> this is so funny to me, to me. It's funny to me. Not to y'all, but it's to me. So, during that time, the diss era time, I remember, okay, Drake, Meek Mill did his thing. Cool. Hey, diss track. <laughs> and Drake released a diss track to Meek, but it was like, it was called Charged Up, and it wasn't like super intense or anything. It was very soft, um, very chill. And then apparently, Serena Williams, the tennis goat, was like, yo, Drake, get in the stew and make a banger.
Now, just think about that. Just think about that. Serena Williams telling Drake to go hard on Meek Mill. That is a funny concept. And I remember Drake and Serena had a little thing in that summer. Kind of wish they were a thing uh, more. But that's funny. It's just like Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Does anybody else think that's not funny? Like, that's just a, a random funny topic. Um, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Um, that's hot. I'm just imagining. because Okay, so Drake and Meek were in the same, like, hotel during that, like, couple days. And I can just only imagine Serena just coming up to the elevator goes to Drake's room and is like, hey, get back in the in the studio. That's a horrible stranger impression, I know. Get back in the studio and and go hard on Meek Mill. Drake's like, oh, okay. Okay, okay, Serena, you convinced me. And he makes back to back. That's that's so that's so interesting. That's one of my like personally, that's one of my favorite weeks of the decade. That whole just personally and like in my personal life too, just because like I graduated high school and um there was a time where I was like single and living and like going to college and it was just like Good memories, man. Great, great memories. Um, great memories. Great friends at that time. Um, and then, okay, so, and now we have to talk about the bad part. <sighs> the push a T part. Oh, Jersey. The third review is amazing, classic. To skip through, to skip through the push apart. Just, 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 well, just listen to the push apart, but have just know that it's extremely biased and extremely petty. <laughs> it's just like extremely petty, and that's Drake. Like that's Drake. Are we surprised? Like Drake is a petty dude. Um, you have to be petty when you're 35 and single, like. I don't know. <laughs> um, the thing that Drake Drake said, like, oh, the, like the biggest thing that was kind of extremely wrong, but Drake was like, um, what was it? He was all like a uh, push a. What did he say? What did he say? Uh, he was like, I can't name other Pusha songs. Or like, um, I've never really listened to Pusha T and stuff like that. But there's been several, several interviews of him talking about clips, Pusha Push being like a legend in the hip-hop game. Like, Push is a legend. Clips. Do people forget about Clips? 
I think my generation doesn't really know about it much, but they do. I, I don't think they like put together like push was in clips. And so I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, that was one thing I was like, come on, come on, Drake. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. We got we got proof that you've said that like like if he had never said like he never or he never listened to clips in like other interviews, like that'd have been fun. Okay, cool to say, haha. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, yeah, come on now. Come on, come on, come on, Drake. Come come on, Drake. Yeah, yeah, you're better than this. You're better than this. Um what else do I have to say? Um He also said what else did he say? He said something I'm trying to remember. Um, where's my dad? Oh, he's right there. Um, what else did you say? Um, there was something else about push. Um, oh yeah, and he brought up stats again. And we 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 know Drake. We know Drake. We know you're the best selling artist of the decade. We know. Like it was like. It was like we know. We know Drake. We know. We know. We know you're the best selling artist of the decade ever in history of mankind. We know. We we know. We know. We know Drake. But that doesn't mean anything about the push this or like like he was being petty. Like eh. <laughs> I know. Have fun. Like but like if you just look at Twitter like. People are just kind of killing that whole interview just because of the push part. Just, just skip the push part and go about your day. Um, that's what Drake's always been like. He's been petty. He not, he don't, he does this. So that's that. Uh, that's all I got from the interview. Uh, there's gonna be so much more that to learn. I'm all, again, I'm only a quarter way through the actual interview. It's one of those podcasts again that I have to like pay attention to. Because he's, he's talking so much about just his personal life, and, like, he never talks about that much. Like, his opinions, um, stuff like that. Um, and uh, apparently he's got an album dropping pretty soon, early 2020. This is, like, the first year that Drake hasn't released much music. I think he's been focused on his personal life. And he's been building that house. He's been building his house for, like, a decade, it seems like. Um, but the song that he released with called called war i don't know some soundcloud album friend that he has and he like hopped on the track that's cool i mean i'm not really a fan of his like ting ting scrap scrap um skepta rap impression but um uh, there was some bars there i i was like yeah, yeah okay 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 so it was i I was just more confused. I'm like, why is this not on Spotify? Why you have a friend that's releasing an album sound on SoundCloud? Like, come on, it's, it's 2020. Um, what else? What else? Apparently, Drake and Future are gonna drop "What a Time to Be Alive" too. And it better, it better be called "What a Time to Be Alive." It better. It's better. Um. Honestly, I am very surprised this is going to, might be coming out. Um, 
they've been hyping this album like it's been on the low it's been on it's been low key like future like put some stuff out on uh his story and uh they make these chains like ovo and uh, free bands and and like i don't know it's 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 intriguing it's like yeah okay 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 um What else? Um, this is gonna be a Drake podcast, maybe. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, and Drake and Future like were caught recording a music video at McDonald's. <laughs> um, but I think that's all I have to say about Mr. Drizzy, Mr. Drizzy, Mr. Aubrey. Um, yeah, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Um. I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Um the whole Summer Walker, um so Summer Walker is probably one of my favorite, probably my top three RM, favorite R and B artists right now. And have I talked about this before? I don't know. But there's more to add. So Summer Walker's extreme like he's she's got extreme social anxiety extreme just look at any concert she performs on youtube like she does not move she does not do anything um and so it's really interesting because you know a lot of people don't know how to deal with that there's never been like an extreme huge artist that has had like that has had this bad of social anxiety like there's been so much complaining about um about i'm I'm just looking to see if i've talked about this before um i don't think i have so the big complaining complaint about this whole situation is her meet and greets. She, I've seen videos of it too. And it's just like, so awkward. Um, a lot of it is, it's basically just fans coming in like, Oh my God. And Summer's like, doesn't say a word. And, um, and Summer like barely like kind of hugs them and like they take a picture and then, and then that's it. Like it's like a you pay forty dollars extra for twenty seconds of summer, and a lot of people are mad about it. At the end of the day, summer just needs a lot of coaching. Uh, it's either she needs coaching or she needs to stop doing meet and greets. Because yes. Social anxiety, we yes, that's a that's a situation. That's a whole situation. But since you do have social anxiety, don't really do the meet and greets. Like I don't, I don't know. It's just like I would never do a meet and greet with Summer Walker, and I'm a Summer Walker fan. Like I will never, because I'm not going to pay fifty dollars extra to get a picture with her. And get like 
five words out of her. Or not even five. Like, you know, it's just kind of like... And, and it's weird. It's weird because I actually like Summer Walker more because of her social anxiety. Because it's different. And then this begs the question. Now I'm going really deep into this. I'm overthinking. Is Summer Walker faking this social anxiety? Is she faking this social anxiety? Because especially in this time and era, everybody's got this like fake woke depression. Like everybody's got a mental illness type of thing. You know it's true. You know it's true. And it's and it really disrespects the people that actually have a like clinical depression, blah, blah, blah. Um, because let's face it, we're all depressed. We're all depressed at certain points. But that word is so strong that nowadays when someone says they're depressed, it's like, oh, <laughs> okay, cool. You know, it's like now, like back then, like 10 years ago, I remember when I was like, when I would say I'm depressed or um, when I'm depressed to my friends, people be like, are you okay? Like, are you good? Like, are you like, it was like a worry. And I don't know, it just shows you the time we're in. It's just a different time. Like if you're, if you have a public um, mental illness type of thing, you're more relatable. And so, so, so that's why I'm overthinking about this. I'm like, wait a minute. I just said I like her more because of her social anxiety. Wait a minute. Is she faking it then? I, I don't know. I'm just throwing out the question. Just throwing out the question. Um, I remember see, I saw this video. Um, Summer invited Usher to perform at her concert. And Usher was trying so hard not to, like, outperform her. But, you know, Usher at 20% is a better performer than Summer Walker. So it, it was kind of, ugh. It's just, ugh. I don't know. Um, I don't know. This is a, it's an interesting debacle. Debacle. Um, yeah. Seriously. Um, what else do I have to say? Summer. Um, and, and then again, if you buy meet and greet, if you do buy meet and greet to Summer Walker, don't be surprised when she doesn't say words to you. I think that's one thing, like, don't be surprised. You knew this coming in. If you're really that big of a fan of her, you'll understand. Um, like, seriously, like, I think the people that buy the meet and greets are like, I'm not, like they are like, really, they really like Summer Walk, like, really obsessively like Summer. So if you obsessively like Summer Walker, you understand that she might not, she got social anxiety. Like, it's just like, come on, put two and two together. Um, so, yeah, that's that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, shout out to the Mavericks, man. Shout out to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic, man. 
he keeps going and he's back now. I don't know how the Luca less the when Luca got out. I don't know how we beat the Bucks and the 76ers at their place without Luca Doncic. Literally, don't know how. Um, what are we in the standings right now? Are we? I know we beat the Spurs. Um, we're fifth, fifth seed. I mean, the two to five seeds separated from one game, so. That'll be basically just a juggernaut. Um, so yeah, let, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's let's do a song of the week. Um, song of the week. <laughs> song of the week. I got a song of the week. I don't know how to say this first word. Please. Please excuse me. I remember when Uzi, Lil Uzi dropped a song a couple weeks ago. I was like, what in the world is this cover art? I looked at the cover art. I was like, what is going on? And I was like, this is the most emo-ish thing I've ever seen. And and I looked at it. And I, I started playing this. I started actually playing the song like three days ago. And I just can't stop listening to it. Um, it's called, please, I'm going to debacle this word it's called the futsal shuffle 2020 no idea what food let's look up futsal 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 let's see what this word means um it means wait a modified form of soccer played with five players per side on a smaller what? <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been playing the song a lot. I'm just gonna call it futsal. Futsal. Doesn't have a pronunciation. Yeah, I think it's futsal. Football. Futsal. What a futsal shuffle. 2020. Um, Lil Uzi does these little cool like one-liners that I am growing to like. Um. And this got me listening to Free Uzi, that song uh, that he dropped eight months ago. I'm kind of getting into that now. I'm kind of getting on this Uzi train. I'm kind of getting on this Uzi um, bandwagon right now. I'm, I'm waiting for Eternal Take. I am waiting for Eternal Take now. Um, Uzi just seems – I'm starting to like Uzi right now because, I don't know, he just seems so unbothered. So unbothered. I saw this thing. I saw an article about so Lizzo apparently no no Lil Uzi Vert texted Lizzo apparently or DM Lizzo, the Grammy Award winning artist, saying, Lizzo, hi, can you be a feature on one of my songs? And Lizzo's like, Yeah, of course. Like I love Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi didn't say a word after that. He literally just didn't even do anything about it. He just he ghosted a Grammy award, a Grammy nominated artist. That just seems like the most unbothered thing in the world. And he's out here like dancing to his own song. Like look at his Instagram. Like he's just dancing. And like I don't know. It, it's like it just seems like he's just so unbothered. Um, and you know, at that like, we need to 
we need to be unbothered sometimes. We need to have situations where like, we don't care. Like, let's just chill. Let's not try to impress people. Live for yourself type of thing, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's all that I got from the Louisy Futsal Shuffle. Um, shout outs. Shout out to the South Grand Prairie women's basketball team. High school women's basketball team. Um, I was just going on Facebook the other day and I was, okay, so this is why like South, I live in South Grand Prairie. Like if I went to public, if I went to public school, I'm literally like right by South Grand Prairie. So that's like, I claim Westchester, uh, South Grand Prairie SGP. Um, so I was looking on Facebook and apparently South Grand Prairie is the number one women's basketball team in the country. The most randomest thing I learned today um, or the other day. And so it just seems like, it seems like, I guess South Grand Prairie has a good class of seniors or juniors. Like that's usually like, especially nowadays with basketball, high school basketball being made like majorly involved in like academies and prep schools. Like having a public high school being a top program in the country right now is very rare. And I think that only happens when you have a, great class of seniors or juniors in your um on your team so shout out them shout out uh, maybe i need i need to make a game i need to make a game um that'd be really cool um i think that's about it i'm almost at um let's see yeah african prayer high school uh i was trying to look up there power rankings right now but i mean i don't think much has changed in the last week or so um but yeah i think that's about it uh thank you for watching or listening and um this has been episode 41 the dirt episode um yeah thank you for watching peace have a good week have a good time and hasta la vista baby